This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Ricey here with the Canopy Group Facts. Fact number one, the Canopy Group writes more new business in one month than a captive insurance company and agent write in three years. How is that possible? Here are the other facts to answer that question. Fact number two, the Canopy Group offers 16 different insurance companies, not just one. Fact number three, the Canopy Group offers combined single limit coverage, not split limit coverage. Fact number four, the Canopy Group offers only one deductible at claim time, not two or three or four or even more. Fact number five, at renewal, the Canopy Group shops your insurance with their 15 other companies every year to make sure you're getting the best deal. Captives don't do this because they have only one company. Now that you have the facts, it's time to get your options. Call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Patrick, I sent you a note. Yes. Text yesterday asking, when did the NBA become like this? Unbelievable playoffs. Yes. Unbelievable. Until, until late last evening. <laughs> and then. Yeah. The, uh, the first three games uh, yesterday, the uh, lower seed won. Plus, Tibbs won as the lower seed mm-hmm. on uh, Saturday. So the lower seeds had a 4-3 to three advantage, which is very unusual in the NBA, to say the least, and some very good games, close games. And then our boys took the court. Now, let me say this. You, you, you win with eight players on Friday night, and really seven, because Jordan McLaughlin is pretty much useless right now. Mm-hmm. And then they make you get on a plane and go play Denver. Uh, the odds are you're not going to uh, to uh, win because you don't have. Who can change this whole atmosphere of that game? Nas Reed, right? Because he's always fired up. He's always, he might run over somebody. He might be, dyna- he might screw something up. But he's going to give you a fire up front that you don't have from either of those two guys. And then McDaniel's garden people, right? So that's, I mean, they they have no chance. But I, a lot of people gave up early in the third. I gave up in the middle of the second. I could see what was happening <laughs> and said, I'm going to get some sleep. And, I'll, and I wake up during the evening a couple of times and I'll just check my phone and see what the final right. score was. And uh and I did. I did actually check it, and it was by then. It was like the late third, and I said, "Well, I don't have to worry about this anymore." So, and uh, yeah, this is a. I was trying to remember. They ever been swept in a four gamer? Because those early years when they lost yeah. in the first round all the time were best of fives, right? Yeah. I don't know how, when they check. became best of seven, but uh, in that uh, run, I think, it, like at some point in that play when, when that it kept run, going the playoffs. And yeah, not getting past the yeah, first Yeah, well, then they might. And I, I don't think they've ever been swept 4-0, but they're going to get swept 4-0 here, I think. I'm pretty confident in that. They just, they don't have enough weapons, you know. They got, I mean, slow-mo. We all love slow-mo, but he's, he all of a sudden gets in a game with that team, and he's not, uh, you know, he's not very effective. Jokic can do anything he wants to, too. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, and he, he didn't even play that. I mean, points-wise, no, no. what do you have, 13 or 14 points? He's willing to pass and do other things. Yes, and he does great it. passer. And Cat was, uh, every my, all my scouting reports, from what I saw briefly, and all my scouting reports, Cat was god-awful, right? Just oh, God, completely yeah. ineffective. Yeah, his his the stats he did put up came when it didn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. He was awful. Which was, Couldn't shoot which was about the last 16 or 18 minutes, yeah. right? But, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's uh, it's uh, there's there's no case to be made that they can make a series out of this. 
uh, it's everybody says you got to steal the first one. Well, <laughs> well, they, they did steal the first one, then they lose in five. But the uh, what was on display yesterday was the disaster of blowing that blowing that Lakers game, mm-hmm. right? Otherwise, you win that game, you got five days off, yep. right? You can maybe kind of work on something and and you can be well rested. But uh, I mean, Michael Connolly has been fantastic, but he's thirty six, and you're making him. You know, he played damn near forty minutes. Against a uh, against an Oklahoma City team that, while you were able to overpower them inside, has great quickness and speed, and he's got to try to guard those guys. So uh, yeah, it's uh, you know there's there's no case to be made for them making this competitive. Do you think? What do you think? I think they can win a game now. Do you? I don't. But, I, I don't think, but I don't is, think it matters. I don't think this is as good a team as Tibbs' team that won one game against Houston, and Houston, that Houston team might be better than than this team. Yes, I and agree they with did that. win. Yes, I agree with that. And they they beat them on game three. Beat yes. them in game three here, and they had a hell of a first half in game four, and then gave up fifty points in the third quarter. Houston got, couldn't make well, a shot in the first half of game four. Yeah, the the gopher, uh, the uh, wolf, the crowd was going crazy. Yep. Everything was fine, and then they came out and put a fifty spot on them, and uh, and uh, that was that was the end of that. But I I think that team was better than this team because first of all they had Butler, who's this team doesn't have doesn't have Butler. You know they don't have that crazy competitive insane guy that nope. not Nas was the closest thing they had to that personality and they don't have that. So nope, they got cat. Yep. It's been a, it's been a hell of a year. It's been interesting. Well like you wrote, it's been fun. It's been interesting. It's been thoroughly unsatisfying, I think, if you're a fan. Yes. But from our standpoint, oh, there's always something there. Oh yeah. As as I said at the end. Thanks a lot, guys. We never knew what we we never knew what you were gonna give us. Nope. You know, and uh now I think there's a very good chance after last night we know what they're going to give us now. But uh, you know, it's it's Tim Connolly actually uh, did. Uh, I know that uh, Chris Hine had a long thing on him, like to plug the hole because there's no way the Star Tribune could make that game in uh, modern circumstances. You know, with with the modern deadlines, there's no chance. So, and he did have uh, the quote in there. We're, we're this. We've done this. We've done that. But we're a long way from this team. Yes. So he was set, but he was giving himself credit for putting some of it together. But uh, he was a uh, he was he was also forewarning the fans that uh, this could be an ass kicking. He's going uh, Fleck. He needs an extension. He's decided no j- kill. He needs an extension on his current contract because it's going to take lo- longer th- than he thought. <laughs> that's that's what Connolly's doing. It's genius. Oh, you think so? Yeah. No, but it sure seems like it when he's saying, "Hold on a second. This yeah, is yeah. this is worse than I thought." Well, that's because of you. <laughs> it's because of you. Yes. You know that's what what is he has he yet explained getting Rudy. I mean, and what's he going to do? I, I guess we all endorsed it because we thought he's smarter than yeah. You know, he's he must be that smart. He must see something that the rest of us don't see. He didn't see anything. He just I don't know what he was doing. It's just it's. I mean, Rudy is. I you know what's our exposure to Rudy in the past? We'd see they play Utah three four times and you might watch twice, right? And he was a name, and he was a like, name. Like you knew his name. That's he the name, and he block a shot yep. and stuff. No, you're right. But you didn't realize how clumsy he is. You know, if he if he catches a ball on the wrong foot, he's out of luck. Yep. And uh, well, free throws, and, you can't every. You know, I here. Let me say this. After the, I was in a. Press room mm-hmm. when uh, when Fitch was being uh, interviewed after the Oklahoma City game, and all the questions, and I'm not ripping guys; they can ask any questions they want. Were about how well the most complete game they've played, and it might have been the most complete game of the year. And they were just getting this 
these tremendous accolades in the questions, you know. The questions were all directed at, they were playing midgets. That's they, they were able to play volleyball. There's no other team in the league they were going to be able to have Kyle Anderson dribble into the lane and throw a ball up and have Gobert dunk it no routinely. They were playing dwarfs. And I don't care if I'm not supposed to use that word. No offense to midgets or dwarfs, dwarfs by the way. No, I think you're they're all fine awesome. people. Peter Dinklage, one of my favorite yeah, actors. Absolutely. I think he's terrific. And, uh, you know, I mean, the guy's defending the castle in Game of Thrones, and he's three foot four. You got to give him credit, right? But, uh, but, I mean, I, I, my my only thought as I heard this, what are you guys talking about? How about how about some of us reflect on the fact that Cat and Gobert and then Connolly and they were just able to throw these lob passes and dunk it because the other team doesn't have a center. Yep, the other the other team's quick, but you know there's no you, you now now after the most complete game of the season. They're going to go do that to no, Jokic and those guys? Come on. Come on. Geez. No, I'm with you. There's I'm with the you. greatest trouble in the American sports media today, optimism. There's way too much optimism. I found a lot of it in my Star Tribune on Sunday. <laughs> way too much optimism. There's uh, too much optimism. That's, uh, that's my theory. But I, I think maybe mm-hmm. that ain't, that's not going to change. As we become more and more digitally driven, I think the old crusty old sports writer who said, you know, why are these guys lying to me? You know, is, is that, that, that's an extinct breed. There aren't many of us left, right? You're, you're, a, you're a young ti- younger tiger for that uh, way of uh, looking at the life, but uh, I, don't, I don't think it's. I tweet. I tweeted. This is how bad it's gotten. I tweeted at the end of the OKC game. The fans are chanting, "We want Denver. We want yeah. Denver." And then I put as, as an aside, "We'll see how they feel in a week." Yes. I spent all weekend being villainized. Yes. Receiving tweets telling they went two and two on them. They used the, the F word. Yeah. I knew, I got a note that used the c word towards me. Yes, called me the c word yes. for saying we'll see how they feel in a week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. There's way too much optimism. That's uh, the people. You know, that's why there's kind of a movement at the in the Star Tribune to reader awareness. You know, kind of a reader. What what are the re, what are the readers looking for? Who gives a damn? <laughs> yeah, I don't. When I sit down to write something, I have never in 50 years said, I wonder if the readers are going to like this or not. I don't care. It's your problem, not mine. I don't care if you're going to, you know, if you're going to, you know, I'm worried about my audience. Me. I don't care. Do you like it? it? Yeah, do I like it? And sometimes, admittedly, I don't. (laughs) You know, sometimes you just submit it and say, yeah, yeah, I didn't like that. Wash your hands of it. (laughs) That's right. And it was certainly a lot easier before the internets because it was, you know, you could write it, you could write a clunker and it. Well, as we said, it was like a wave on the sea. It just went into shore and came back out, and it was gone. Oh, yeah, you know? gone forever, and, yes. and, and it didn't get screenshotted at no, all. Takes no, exposed. no, and didn't have everybody. Uh, and uh, of course, now part of my fun now is when I get a criticism. That's well, I mean, I don't care on Twitter, but when you get a Twitter criticism, you can tell if it's a trumpeter or not. You know, because everything's political. Oh, yeah. I've I, I set out the thing about the Twins playing the 3-10 game on Friday the 28th. And why? What's going on? I saw on? the response I to thought this. it was for TV, right? Yeah, I saw this. It's and incredible. Then, and then St. Pete texted me and said, it's, uh, it, we're going to, we're kind of like Wrigley Field on Fridays, right? Yes. See if See if it works or not. Which they went to long ago. Yeah, well, because they, I think the agreement with the, the neighborhood was right. they wouldn't have Friday night games, yep. but but it worked out ungodly well for them too. 
So they're trying that. So then it became, well, they don't want the police and them have gotten together because they don't want people coming downtown on Friday. That's the secret of a safe Minneapolis. No people downtown on Friday nights. I saw this. God, you people are so stupid. I can't believe it. The, I saw it. The Minneapolis haters are, you know. You know the first thought, because I, I, I saw your your first note, which I thought might be true, which yeah. is TV. TV. But, you know, when I saw the note, too, my first thought on the follow-up from Dave was, this could actually be in cahoots with the bars and restaurants. Sure. To get people to stay down there yes. and have dinner. Yeah. But then I or got dinner or but drinks then I saw or... from the boonies. From the boonies oh, yeah. we got yeah, no they, one wants to be down there. No one wants to be downtown Minneapolis. You would have thought you would have thought thousands of Wolves fans were killed coming out of games <laughs> yes, right. during the season. Yes, it's unbelievable. Uh the uh you know the secret of success down there is people. Not no yes. people. Yes. You know, they want people downtown. Okay. And it makes sense on a Friday. Yes. You know, I, I mean, hell now. Everybody gets out. That game might be done by, starts at what, 3.15? The, the few people that do go to the office on a Friday are all bailing at noon or one or something like that. Now they might stick around and bail at 2.30, yeah. right? Or 2 o'clock and go over and... I mean, you could go get a beer post-game. Oh, that, that's what, that's my big platform. Okay. That's my big thing. You can't drink a long time at the game, so go, yes, go to the bars. Right. That's true. I've been trying to get the bars to buy into that. It, be a heck of an ad. Uh, we're going to probably get back to the Wolves before we're done, but... Yeah, whatever. Is... Here becomes the question. I don't think it will ever can be for you, but is the pitch clock... Too successful. It's unbelievable. I thought, I thought of this. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there. The big thing now is Kenta Maeda yep. can't recover when he only has two and a half minutes. There's, we are getting two minute half innings. Two oh seven yesterday. Yeah, I know two oh seven. Now they only have two hits. But. Yeah, but they. Yeah. Well, it's the Twins are the perfect storm. Yes. Good pitching, no hitting, and the pitch clock are, you know, the perfect storm. They have they played three yet? I don't think they've had a three. I know the Saints had a three a couple days ago. I saw yes. in Indianapolis. But well, I, I, I checked last night. There were fourteen games because uh, there were fourteen games, and there was two threes, three hundred one and three hundred two. It's unbelievable, and I people are getting mad because I. I'm celebrating. Oh God, so, yeah. so I've, had, I've gotten know. it. Yeah, the pushback. Yeah, the yeah, it's not real baseball and stuff like that. But uh, it is certain pitchers are going to have trouble with it because the half innings are so short. Whoa, fat guys, huh? Yeah, Whoa, Lance, Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn's think. a huge. Lance Lynn's got to go in and drink a lot of liquids and get stuff and. I just got to think the recovery to get your body back up on that thing and throw yes. the pitch when you're that big. Especially if you just had a 31-pitch inning yeah. or something like that. Honest to God, there was a minute. There was an inning Lopez had. It had to be two minutes because the first guy hits the ball, pops up, and then, boom, all of a sudden, you're 25 seconds into the inning, and you got it out. 207 for a Yankees game. <laughs> yeah. I don't care yeah, right. what the situation is. Yes, that's an hour and 10 minutes faster than a Yankee Twins game would have been. Yes. Right? Because you would have changed pitchers and oh, God, yeah. all this stuff. And everybody would have stepped out. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Yankees right. and Red Slow Sox down perfected that crap. When are our uh, wussies going to stop uh, screaming at the other team for throwing at their heads and actually do something about it? Miranda got knocked down two or three times in the homestand. Yep. Uh, yesterday, uh, Buxton gets knocked down, uh, for no reason. And, uh, and Rocco's mad and screaming. That was Buxton. Right? No, Correa. Correa. Correa, that's right. And, but then nothing happens. Well, that's what I thought. I thought when he got mad and was screaming at Cole that there was going to be retribution. Yeah, I did too. Nothing happened. I thought for sure, okay, it's a 1-0 game. Lopez, you don't want to, you don't want to hit somebody and, Give him on base. But then, after the cheapest home run in the history of baseball, according to Declan Goff's research, <laughs> doesn't go out anywhere. LeMay, who's 
Yeah, Wood at Dawn. Yeah. The Wood at Dawn Wood Twitter at Dawn. account. Zero at Wood at Dawn. Yes, it's a unicorn is what they call it. The unicorn <laughs> home run. Is that right? Well, then it's 2-0, and there's two outs, nobody on, and the Trevino's the catcher. If you can't hit the pitcher, you got to hit the catcher, or at least make him move. Yeah, I you know, know. You that's what I was going to say. Yeah, You don't have to hit him in the back. or I mean, you can hit him in the back. It's coming something. tight. Yeah, I mean, up and in now. Jorge Lopez did it to uh, the White Sox the last home game after they'd buzzed uh, Miranda a couple, three times. But uh, I don't know. They got they, – everybody said, oh, that's old school baseball, unwritten rules. This isn't an unwritten rule. This is, a, this is a written rule in every sport. You know, hockey, you take a cheap shot at me, I'm going to take a cheap hockey shot at you. Is, yeah. Basketball, say, I mean, not not quite as bad, but basketball, yeah, they're going to get back at you. But Rocco was so pissed off, I was really surprised yeah, was that, too. like, he's yelling at Garrett Cole. Yes. Screaming at him. Somebody and, said Cole's, Cole was staring at him when he left the mound or something. Yeah, he stared down Correa, I think, and then, who, who must have said something, and then the dugout. Mm-hmm. But Garrett Cole and Correa played together, right? Yes. So, I don't know if they got along or not, but... Uh, it couldn't have been Garrett Cole upset because Correa was using the drum because he was there, right? Wasn't yeah, he, there? he benefited oh, from the he? drum. Yeah, yeah. How about your guy Buxton? Oof. What is it? Twelve nine straight strikeouts. Twelve in the last twelve since he Tw- ran into the guy at, bat, at second base. Twelve at bats, ten strikeouts in, in the four games. And if you're going to sit him, no yes, hits, if you're going to sit him, yesterday was the day because Cole is. You know, now you're going to Boston. They got they're bad. Uh, but uh, I I don't know. You, you know, Rocco's gonna. They're not gonna let him stay and take that abuse much longer. But if you're gonna, as I said, okay, he struck out eight times in a row, and he's not gonna hit Garrett Cole even if he's hot. So why not sit him yesterday? I guess maybe they don't have enough players or something. But uh, I don't know. I wonder. They they said that uh, Polanco and Kirilov might get called up to St. Paul. Don't do it this week. Keep them in Fort Myers. It's going to be 40 degrees here. All you, you want to bring, they're not stupid enough to bring Jorge Polanca up here with his bad knee and have him play in this weather. There's no, there's, why? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, come on. That's true. Uh, our guy, Edward Julian, uh, looks like he could use a little more time down in uh, AAA, too. So Yes. Uh, but they're, you know, they don't hit and they pitch. So that's, that's what you said, though. That's right. You that's, said they weren't going to hit. That's I just don't like the line. And aside from the occasional you know nine-run right? game, they don't. And two guys have been way better than we thought: Vasquez and Michael Taylor. Yep. Uh, or as I call him, Mike Taylor. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> so you've taken the A out and you shortened the name, uh, Mike. Mike Taylor. See if you can get that through, Mike Taylor, in, in the column next I'm time. Going to, I'm going to just try. refer to him as Mike oh, Taylor. No, I've had it in there a couple of times, and the A shows up. They've they're all over the have, A. Have man. you just tried Mike yet in the column? Just try Mike I Taylor. I told you the new AP style. Oh, with the accent and, uh, marks, Spanish guys with yeah. the accent marks. Yeah, I'm not doing they that. They says you got to start. You gotta, <laughs> I would be they say, how do you do it? I don't have a, I don't have a calligraphy, you know, a calligraphy or something. I don't have a typewriter that's got that stuff on it. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Are the, the accents computer on, on the keyboard? Not to my knowledge. What do they on want the, me to do? Print it out and so what you do on the Mac is so I have a MacBook. So what you do on the Mac? Yeah, I don't have a MacBook. And I'll either. okay, let me I'll, I'll examine okay. here on a PC potentially. You just you, you hold the letter down. So like you know you would put the you just hold A down and it gives you a prompt and it gives you all the eight you know type of accents to put That's above the letter. Work. It's not. It's, the man's it's on a, deadline for Christ's sake. Yeah, but what if you don't know which one of the squigglies it's supposed that, to be? Yeah, I guess. I I, just, I think it's I think it's this wavy, one. You know, you go with the wavy one, right? Yeah, that's. Uh... I the one I used to remember from grade school is the umlaut, which is the two dots. The two dots. Yeah. Two dots. Well, that's the only one that I know the name of. I don't know what the other names are. Yeah, I don't know for them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean these guys have had extremely successful. The Latin influence has been extremely successful in this game for since Roberto Clemente for sixty years. Yes, we don't need it. Well, they don't need it. <laughs> we don't need to show them respect. 
We don't need to show more well, respect. Well, they also don't care. We, they don't care. They we don't have, read anything. We have plenty of respect. If it wasn't for Latin America, this game would suck because we the black kids don't play it anymore. Okay. Do you, do you think the Latin players read the Star Tribune? <laughs> yeah, I mean, come no. on. And I'm not. I, I, they, I mean, come on. I know that. I know that when they're in their you know fourth what? year here, they say, "Who's that guy? Who's?" Yeah, they know who that guy. Yeah, who's that guy? Who's he work for? They don't even know anymore. They watch ESPN (laughs) or MLB. Um, In fact, you should tell the desk when they say, "Hey, no, no, this is what we do now." You should tell them that for years and years, Roberto Clemente's top baseball card was Bob Clemente because Roberto was too long, and they just showed it up to Bob. Bob, that's right. Remember Bob Clemente? Well, we did that. Uh, Who the hell did we? We did that with a guy too. We made it, Bobby. Or something. <laughs> just, 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 I mean, Roberto Clemente, just a beautiful, you know, Roberto Clemente. And then it's like, Bob Clemente. Yeah. Bob. <laughs> so it's like a guy lives next door to me. Yeah, right. Hey, Bob, get over here. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, well, we had a very hard time with Zoilo Versalis when he came here. Because it was Versalis. We called him Versalis. And then somebody, first, look it up. The first six months, Zorro. Versalis was the pronoun. They called him Zorro. Zorro. Somebody just gave him that nickname, but he didn't want it. Because but Zorro was popular then, right? So he was the first three months. It's Zorro Versalis got a double, oh, and then somebody <laughs> said, "You know, two L's is a Y in Spanish," and we struggled for that Versalis. We struggled with that forever, uh, man, trying to get Zoyla, get turn those two L's into a Y was very difficult. Oh, my God, yeah. And then Zoyla, I the bet. next year, he said to the writers in spring training or something, I don't want to be Zorro anymore. I'm Zoilo, okay? Let me be Zoilo. And they said, oh, okay. You know. That is the most U.S. thing <laughs> yes, to declare him Zorro. Halsey must have had a heyday with that name. Yeah, yes, yes. He, he was... Uh, you know, Halsey was a bright fellow, though. He was just a little spontaneous and <laughs> off off the top of his head. But he was a he was a very bright, stable fellow. On those rare moments, he was sober. But uh, you know, he he liked his gin to say the least. But uh, I remember doing an interview with him when he retired. It was, it was some historical references and literary references and stuff like that. It was really uh, pretty impressive. Well-read guy. So. Yeah, we uh, we had a little trouble with that, but I, I, I I'm sorry. This uh, I wonder who was putting the pressure on AP that this had to become the style. I, I can't imagine it. There's somebody just somebody terribly enlightened uh, said. Yeah, probably. They, 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 yeah, but it's worth several memos. Oh, do you keep getting memos from the strip? I keep being reminded, and I keep saying, I'm 77 years old, and I can't do it. I don't know how. I wonder if Sid would have been on that chain of memos. <laughs> I don't know. I got a note today from my near dear friend Chris Volz, uh, uh, pointing pointing out that she is receiving the Illinois State Distinguished Alumnus Award. Mm-hmm. She just to tell me that, and I said, "Congratulations." And I have Sid's proxy on this too, and she got a yuck out of that. So oh anyway, yes, yes. So anyway, tonight we got the one team that we have in the postseason with a chance to be successful in the wild. Mm-hmm. How good's Dallas? Very good. Are they are. They are, are, they, are they defensively de- strong? Uh, they they are very good on special teams. They have a ton of talent up front. Mm-hmm. Defensively, so they do have this uh, Miro Heiskinen is good, but their first pairing defenseman on the left side is Ryan Suter. So mm-hmm. I would say they're probably more dangerous up front, but you know who's really good? Jake Ottinger, the Lakeville kid in goal. Yeah, I guess he's playing nuts. He's huh? been phenomenal this year. He's and was he, a great goalie. Where did he kick around in the... In a, he's a college kid, what, in BC or BU? Did he kick around in the minors for a while? A little. Like, I think he was there for just a brief spell. He kind of and he was the backup for a while, and then, yes. he, then they made him, but he's he's had a great year, I, I guess. I think they had something like three goaltenders last year, or four. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I think there, and wasn't it, was it bonus last year, two years ago, that 
you know, he got called up randomly and Ottinger's family all came and at the, at the last second he pulled. No, that was a kid that, that was a uh, Riley Tufty, I think. I thought he, and I thought, he, well, I, he I think he did it ass. twice. I think he did. I thought, oh. I think he did something similar to Ottinger too. But now they got DeBoer, Pat. They got Pete DeBoer coaching them. So from oh, Vegas yeah. the and the Sharks. Was at San Jose, right? Yep, San yep. Jose for a long time. <laughs> be, Unbelievable. BU, cycles. Yeah. BU kid, Pat. And then he played in the American Hockey League for about 44 games before okay. he, he came All up right. to Dallas. Was he a, how big a draft choice? Probably late, late, late. Or free agents. Uh, 26th overall in 2017. Oh, really? So, so first they round thought pick. he was going to be good. Huh? Yep. How good? How long did he stay on Lakeville? Was he uh did he end up uh, playing his whole high school career there, or did he go uh, go to the? Let me see here. Uh, I got his Wikipedia page jun- up. Juniors early or some damn thing. Uh, he was Lake. Oh yes, he did. He was 2013-14 Lakeville North, and then he went to the U.S. developmental team. Okay, for two so years, have- and then BU for three years. The U.S. Developmental League. They don't have any qualms about you know what, screwing Minnesota hockey. Do they? Oh hell no. That might be a good a, a good uh, column if, if you're going to go to one of these ridiculous eight thirty starts because you won't be getting the final score of the uh, game in in the paper. I think we got a chance for in the makeover to, to okay. do it in hockey, but we don't have in, in basketball. You got no chance. Well, how about that game last night? Started at what nine nine fifty nine fifty I know. Even Charles is on our side. Charles was bad mouthing him. Yep. So why do they have to have? They want. They don't want the eleven a.m. tip off yep. in L.A. with the Lakers, right? Yep. And then they got. But why are the Clippers like, and Suns not we, playing the Lakers? Why don't game? they? Why don't they play? Why don't they let us play the early game yeah, I in Denver it, or something? It made no it's sense. Going to be the weakest draw. Oh, too. it's Minnesota Denver. Because that was because the first game of the day on Sunday, ABC. So they didn't want that game. Oh, and then the next three are TNT, but but it was so bad that TNT had the second game of their three was Phoenix hosting the Clippers, right? Yes. So we so we had our start time in the Mountain yes. time zone. So they basically completely screwed us. How did they? Did they? They didn't wait till that other game was over, did they? The third game, I switched they to were Fox, running, or I, Bally's. They, they were running so far behind, it was unbelievable. I don't know. I you know the what? You know the sport that doesn't have a time problem? Baseball. Baseball. The <laughs> sport that has a time problem. Kids are going to love baseball. The sport you know what that baseball is now? It is really soccer. It is, really. Yeah, you get two runs, you're in good shape, man. And two plus, we know how long it's going to last, basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, two and a half. Rob Manfred, I apologize. (laughs) Everything I said about you being an idiot is wrong. But the uh, basketball games are endless. We got to review, and then we can. We should not be able to review a foul because there's just there's a thousand of them during the game that aren't called or are called. And how do you decide? Also, every time they say the foul has been upheld, has been overturned. It's not a foul. The guy fouled him. It's just he didn't grievously foul him. How about Mike Malone calling for a replay in the in the fourth quarter when Joker fouled out? The game was over. Why mm-hmm. why Jokic was in the game, nobody knew. Mm-hmm. Malone actually called for a replay on it. So we had to take a timeout with the I think Denver's up by twenty five. The refs should have said no, you don't get one. They I agree. I think in all sports the refs ought to have the say the right to say no. You don't get one. Mm-hmm. Baseball, I used to say, and now that they only get 15 seconds, I don't mind it, but I used to say, no, too close. You don't get a yep. replay. They should have the umpire, should have the power. Or the pop-up. You yeah. Know, foot comes off the base for a second. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. That's. I think that's basically gone now, right? Yeah, because they've they got to wait. They, they can't decide within 15 seconds. Rocco, for some reason... Used his. Did you watch yesterday? I I listened to it on early CCO. Really early. Yeah. On a play, he had no chance to win. I yeah. Don't, I don't know what he. Yeah, it's a Vasquez play, right? Yeah. I was going to say this: as putrid as they are, uh, hitting wise. Why? What if Vasquez and Taylor return to the normal? Vasquez is actually getting hits. Yep. 
And he can't hit. He's at two thirty. And Mike, two forty hitter. And, and Mike, Mike is Taylor. Mike is surviving. Mike is hitting a home run here and there. He's not striking out all the time. So uh, I, you know, is is he going to play one hundred sixty two games in center field that we're never going to see Buxton? Probably not. At the rate things are going, mm-hmm. especially now that Buxton's striking out every time. Yeah, as a DH. Well, and Buxton's so. proven now just. Running the damn bases, he's abusing himself. <laughs> well, forget putting him back in center field. He yeah. took out the well, second base. People have talked about. We well, can't play him out there because he hits the wall. He hit the wall about three times in his life. He gets hurt immensely more often doing other stupid things. My favorite was trying to climb the chain link fence at Target Field in left center. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's literally scaling it. Yes, and yeah. then he launches himself off of it and falls. Oh, my God. Anyway. Eating better is easy with Factors. Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Always fresh, chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. From pancakes to smoothies to meals and more, discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And if you're always on the go and eating a quick and easy way to find something to eat, you need to try Factor Meals. They have an easy-to-use website. Factor is also flexible. Change up your order every week with plans from 6 to 18 meals per week or pause or reschedule your delivery at any time. You can sign up and save, and we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash unchained50 and use code unchained50 to get 50% off. That's code unchained50 at factormeals.com to get 50% off. Go check out Factor Meals. What? Uh, we got the wild. We got uh, what the, else? What, what else we got going here? We got the wolves. We got the, uh, mm-hmm. the tw- your twins. Mm-hmm. Twins are, uh, it's just, uh, they're, they're going to hang around because uh, Cleveland's, you know, what funny thing about Cleveland, they're scoring a lot of runs and their pitching's not nearly as good. They're yeah. the opposite of what they've been. And the Whiteys are the Whiteys. And so it's going to be a cluster. But oh, the White, this is the White a, Sox are in, what? The oh, heck? oh, I know what I want to bring up. You know, old number five, as I call myself, on the seniority list. What was I complaining, telling you about six weeks ago? Having all these extra series, these three-game series, what are you going to do when you got eight or nine extra series with National League teams, right? Mm-hmm. Three-gamers in their, in one town or the other, and they're never coming back, right? They're right. not coming back. There's There used to be five of those, and now, there's, now you're playing everybody in the league, right? Yes. Uh, so, did you see what happened in Detroit yesterday? San Francisco. They got right out, right? Five hours and 10-minute delay. Oh, God. And then they had to call it off anyway because Gabe Kapler was raising holy hell about not wanting the Giants to have to come back to play. Yep. This. So now the Giants, I looked it up, they set the game for July 24th. The Giants are in Washington, D.C. for a night game, and then they're flying home and they got a day off after the All-Star game. And they have two days off and 20 in three weeks after the All-Star game. Now they got one because they got to stop in Detroit and draw 4,000 people with two non-contenders to make up this sanctity of the 162-game schedule. Why don't they say, you know, secretly, privately to these two teams, you're both going to stink. You're not going to make the playoffs, so you don't have to make it up. But... If you do, we'll fly you back in here on the Monday after the season. They're going to need like three day cushion. I was going to say this is going to be a, become a repeat it's, it's, issue. Oh yeah, it's not, everybody's got an outdoor stadium. I mean, the Nats are here starting Friday. Okay, yeah, so that's an weather. easy one. Yeah, where where one could be Sunday. Banged. You know, Sunday you could get snow or something. Or the other thing is you're gonna you're gonna end up with a double hitter one of those days. Which in modern times that's okay. Yeah. four and a half hours. What the hell? Because baseball's fixed. Yeah, that's right. It has been cured. Henry Lake was sitting next to me and he says, I don't think this is the solution. I don't think that he said, this, is, this isn't the cure-all for baseball. I said, no. But 
I don't think there is a cure-all for baseball. If the, the youth of America is not in tone to a game that takes a while to, you know, get the action going, even yep. in this case, it doesn't take as long. Yep. But it's, you know, it's it's there's long moments between action. This is the best thing they could have come up with. Yeah. Right now, so he the, doesn't think this is going to work with the kids, or what was his point? No, he just doesn't think that it's going to make baseball, you know, cause more youth to play baseball. Actually, a lot of the the not having enough kids isn't the problem, but uh, I think it might cause said, kids to watch it, though. Yes, that's what I'm. Well, if you take your ten and twelve year old kids to a ball game, they're not going to be saying. Oh, Let's go home. They're going to say, right. hey, let me have one more hot dog and we'll stay and watch this thing. Yeah. It is the best they can do. Although, as good as pitchers are getting, I think they still might have to go to 62 feet eventually, don't you? I mean, they're so oh, dominant. The- they're so dominant. I mean, the pitches they're yeah. throwing are just ridiculous. And then, yeah, the sweeper. We got the sweeper now. We got the sweeper now. We got, the, you know, 100. I, you know. That guy, I remember when we used to say, five, eight years ago, that guy threw 97. He's throwing 97, 98. Yes. Everybody's throwing 100 now. Yeah. One of the worst things that happened to baseball is driveline. These guys that throw 95 go there, and they, Caleb Thielbar. I was going to say, if, Caleb, Thielbar's, Caleb Thielbar's throwing 97 when he humps it up. He was destined to be a St. Paul Saint in the old yes. independently. Well, he was going to be the pitching coach at... Augustana, I believe. That's his side. It up. is remarkable. Yeah, and he went to drive. Line. I'm just glad they're they're doing things to adapt. Yes, at all. Yes. Oh yeah. You I know, mean, it's 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 great. It's it's hard to it's it's difficult to complain about it, but uh, there's people that want to, but it's. You know. Well, I love now how I I see notes about you know I went to the ball game and it only lasted two ten and I I like to. So you enjoyed three forty five? Yes, right. Yeah, your your compromise is, uh, you know, having a clock at two thirty it ends, and even if you're in the thirteenth inning. And you know what? To, we wouldn't have needed this if players hadn't screwed yes. this up in the first place. This is a this is a recognition. What is what has made it so successful was. They had created a crisis. Yes. It was a crisis. Time of game was a crisis. And I bring it up again, Trevor Plouffe. I I love Trevor Plouffe. uh, But says, let's not do this in the postseason. Let's do it in the postseason more than anywhere else. Let's expedite it more. Yeah, Yeah, let's make it 12 seconds in the postseason. They just have to lob the ball back in immediately. God almighty. Why? Why don't people watch the World Series anymore? Because the games last four hours, that's why. Yes. I, me, have turned off World Series games and watched a movie and came back and it was the seventh inning. I couldn't stand it anymore. I know. And now you've got it, so it's going to be, I mean, the playoffs are going to be great now. Because mm-hmm. you can sit down to watch games. Yes. I mean, you could, you could now comfortably probably watch a couple games a night. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, it is. Previously, it was a, you know, it was torture. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. Of course, you and I have, we've gotten our critics because we are probably the two biggest proponents of it in the Twin Cities media because we can't stop talking about how wonderful it is. Well, because I wanted to watch baseball yes. again. And, and, and this notion that this was baseball, Bob Welch and Reggie in 78, yeah. I believe, and that great at bat, yes, right? right? Go back and watch it. Reggie was in the box pretty, you know, yeah. he didn't step out, didn't walk, walk around, around yeah. you know, this whole thing of the World Baseball Classic, what a oh, Otani what a and Trout, so yeah. precious. Yeah, it was so precious. So let's see, as I said, 2,400 and some regular season baseball games, you want to take Otani versus Trout, which lasted three minutes or four and say, this is what we're losing. Yes. Yeah. And what's okay. wrong with speeding it up? This is, uh, how about, are we losing, what we're losing is Rich Hill against Christian Vasquez. Who gives a damn? Yep. Keep it moving. Yes. Great. Yes. And dead time? 
How often did how often do you say to yourself as a sports fan, I cherish this dead time? Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. the batter's walking around, the pitcher stepped off, and now he's grabbing his crotch. How often do you yeah. love the dead time? Yeah, I can look at my phone. Yeah, somebody said they. I think Rand Paul told me. He went to the game the other day and didn't look at his cell phone for like 15 minutes. He couldn't believe it. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it is uh, it is uh, fantastic. So, uh, what the heck? I just, there's something else. Oh, Gophers spring game Saturday. I thought, gee, I think I'll, I'd like to write a column on Cole Kramer, you know, the kid from Eden Prairie who's been there and he's, He's remained the loyal backup, right? And it looks like he's the loyal backup again because the other the kid from North Dakota came in, found out he wasn't going to start, and transferred. Knuth, uh, I'm sorry. In the buildup for the spring game, we had our last availability last week. We we can't we can't put the pressure on the youth of. Uh, we had our last availability last week. So I hate college. It's not PJ that I dislike. He, he annoys me. Okay. But I hate college football coaches and the power they now wield. You're having a spring game. Why don't you want to have, I don't know, maybe 12 people are going to read it. Who cares? Let me talk to that kid for 15 minutes, call Mike Grant, tell me what a great kid he is, and I'll write a quick column, right? That's uh, the availability ended last week. And if you go to one of their availabilities, yep. it's 12 people asking six questions, you know? Uh, so they don't want the coverage, basically. They don't want Not for me, I guess. Not from anybody. I don't know. No availability this week leading up Whatever to Whatever happened to the days when you would find out the, the, the residence in which a player lived, a <laughs> dorm, you would call the dorm. Yes, They right. would transfer you, or they would just give you the kid's number. Yes. You would call them. The kid would pick up. You'd say, I'm so-and-so yeah, from... Because from... nobody ever seeks an interview, a one-off interview, with a non controversial member of the team with the intention of embarrassing the program. It's always that we always kiss up to him, yes. right? Yeah, like Even this. me, cantankerous old SOB that I am, yep. I intended to kiss up to him. Yeah. It was going to be, what a great loyal gopher. While uh, these other guys are transferring, he's hanging in there, you know? <laughs> nope. Our last availability was last week. Okay. All right. That's right. Somebody, you know, in the we, people go and cover the spring game. Oh, who cares? You know. Oh, have you ever? I'm, yes, I'm sure you have. Those spring games are painful. Oh God, they are. Yeah. And now they're not even. They're like. And they're hokey. They're yeah, hokey. Yes, they're so, supposed to be fun. Yeah. They're awful. Well. That's, I uh, guess you're not doing that column then. No, I'm not. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm going to try to. I'm going to try well, to you do got... a revenge column of some kind. Okay, I, I was going to say because if if you are uh, writing for the Saturday paper, you got the Wild on Friday night. I know I do. Well, another with a eleven o'clock finish. Your, right? your column though off the Wolves game was good, and I think that was mo- mostly done before the game. Yes, it was. Yeah, but I had the tunnel to. I had the tunnel to make fun of, so that was that was good. Yeah, which but, is another reason I don't feel any empathy for that no. guy. No. How about the fact that where he punched it was very clear was that that wall. curtain was yeah. in front of a wall? And not, then there was a curtain. Not floping flap wasn't flapping anymore. No. No. No, he punched a wall. <laughs> he punched a damn wall and let's just I mean there is a there is a large Curtain. It's like, not in front of a wall. Wouldn't you like to get a few martinis and Chris Finch? Oh God! And have him sit around and talk about some of the adventures he went through this year. What the? He is a extremely. I think he's a lot of people that some of the basketball geniuses like to rip him for things. I think he's a, done a hell of a job, really. Because I mean, there are so many times that they. Had to disappoint the living hell out of him, and they bounced back. So he's he is certainly not a problem.
I think it's been a miserable collection to coach. I think it's better now because Conley yeah. and, instead of D'Lo, but I, I think yeah. it's a miserable collection. Well, he did, and the one shot he took at somebody all year was D'Lo said, we don't have to make up for yeah. anybody on defense. We don't have to hide anybody on defense. D'Lo, you know who agrees with that? The Lakers. They didn't play in the last 17 minutes against the Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah, I benched didn't his play ass. the last 17 yep. minutes. So yep. they let poor old 80-year-old LeBron, who's about 50% chance to throw the ball in the stands now, about, he handled the ball the whole time. How about LeBron? Huh? That, that game, I, he was awful. <laughs> That's the amazing thing about that loss. He old. That was the amazing thing about that loss is the Lakers beat you, and they were awful. Yeah. The whole period, they were awful. 19-12, to 12, LeBron had... I don't know how many turnovers he had officially, but he made eight lousy passes in the fourth. Oh God, quarter. he's throwing the ball. Oh. You, you know, he is. I, I mean, he he looked old. He just looked old. Yeah. Oh God, he did. He looked I, terrible. I mean, there's no other way to well, describe. I had it. this stat, uh, which I loved. I looked it up. I was stunned. Uh, in a Wolves column, they're. I wrote that column about the Wild look postseason look a lot worse if they didn't have the Wolves next door, and uh, the Wolves are twenty now. Now they're uh, twenty and they were twenty and thirty eight in the in playoff games. LeBron is one hundred and seventy two and ninety six or something like that. Wow. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he's he's been pretty consistent, but. Uh, well, uh, he was terrible that night, and they still won. So anyway, Twinks, uh, Twinks here this week against the Nats, but then the Yankees, Yankees. revenge uh, here on uh, next. That's week. not a great time, though. No, it's not. Late April weekdays, mm-hmm. right? But uh, you want the Yankees gonna, in July? Are they going to throw at Garrett Cole? They can't throw at Garrett. No, Cole. they can't they're throw at somebody. I, they don't seem like they're going to. I guess not. All right. All right. That's good. You've heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said, uh, through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would like to think. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the four. 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser.